You just tuned in to Zo- Top 5 by Zoe, the admirer of airtight flows, minor chord progressions, and intricate bass lines. Mm-hmm. Um, today, we have a returning guest. Welcome yes. back. Introduce yourself again. Yes, it's E. Ooh. Yes, it's E. Benz, y'all. Representing AK. How y'all doing? I'm back. What's up, Zoe? What up? Um, One of the first things that I wanted to get into before we got started was um, recently, you know, hip-hop as a community we've been dealing with the tragic um taking of nipsey hustle in the community like in hip-hop and besides like the politics of it all and you know the details that are like unraveling right now Mm -hmm. um were you like a fan of his music like what what does his passing mean to you like what did you get out of him I mean a lot because I mean I wasn't a fan of his for like years, but um, as he was promoing Victory Lap, I'm like getting into like okay who is this guy, mm-hmm. and at the same time of all of that, that's when me and my guys are starting to do our music. So when you can hear him talk and he's talking about the blueprint of how to get it done, it's like we're trying our best to to follow that now that we see it. So yeah, it really sucked because um. There's not a lot of guys in his age bracket that's doing it like that. Like, you got to mm-hmm. look up to Puff. You got to look up to Jay. And they're so, you know, far-fetched in the head. Like, this guy is becoming more, you know, into the game yeah. and doing it that way. And that's what we wanted. So, it hit me hard because that was the main guy we were looking at. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it really sucked. I, as soon as I got that news, I cried and all that. I'm like, damn. Like, yeah. it just feel like if you're doing something that good and you, you're following the steps properly, like, that shouldn't happen to you. Yeah. So, it, it sucked. It's terrible because, like... <laughs> If you, like, go on my Twitter feed, like, you literally see my reaction by us getting each news. Like, as soon as I heard he was shot, I'm like, no, what the fuck? And then when they say that he passed, I was like, no, you're kidding me. Like, this can't be real. And um, similar to you, like, I remember, like, first hearing his music probably in, like, 08 or something because I think it, whenever that song came out with him French Montana like it's the I'm on it song yeah, 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 that yeah. was the first time I ever heard him and like you know like his verse is like one I knew like mm-hmm. in subconsciously and then like just hearing him on different verses like hearing him with Wale or right. hearing him with um just featured on different things that's how I was like brought to his attention but yes like you victory lap was the, the main event yeah and I remember two years ago like a year ago two years ago shout out to my friend um Gilbert he definitely was like yo no you need to listen to Nipsey he was like I'm gonna make you a playlist type thing yeah. like and I'm like okay like but then I started like getting into his music like that and like just finding the Crenshaw yeah. and all that stuff like that but um it's crazy because that, like, Victory Lap is his debut album. And you yeah. say, like, you heard I'm on in 08. Mm-hmm. So it's like he was really taking his yeah. time. You and saw why, that. That's why it came out so good. I remember the I'm on it now that you say it. Yeah. Because like, I was in the French on the, on the tapes too. But yeah. it's just, it's a process. And that's the, I think that's what hit a lot of artists, like, young artists. And, like, just seeing, like you said, seeing his blueprint and how he was actually getting to what he was getting to. And, like, obviously you keep hearing about him and his community work and giving back to the community mm-hmm. and all the things that he planned to do, like to actually like put low income housing in right. Crenshaw. Like it's just like beyond like, and 
not to be to say this, but I'm going to say it. Like, I just feel like these people, certain people like that, mm-hmm. have that tra- trajectory where it's like, this is the senseless thing that happens to them exactly. when they're actually trying to do something right. And yeah. um, I have so many views about it. And, of course, like about, you know, um, hateration in the community. Exactly. <laughs> but And, like, people trying to take people out. Um, because they don't want to see you do good or that just their ego is just so hurt by mm-hmm. stupid shit. But yeah, anybody seeing him go, we was all saying like, yeah, anybody could just yeah. get a sentence. Like, yeah. it, it's whack, man. It's super whack. And I'm like, I was just thinking like recently, like, yo, hip hop is not as bad as it used to be in the nineties. Like where it's in terms of violence, like, right. you know, like when it was the East Coast, West Coast time, like there was a time where you could not, you, like you felt this feeling, you mm-hmm. felt any time, like all the time. Right. But I just felt like it's a little bit peaceful. Even like the little beefs that we see, we. Yeah, it's ho- all music now. Yeah, most yeah, of it, yeah, yeah. Most of it is music. But um, rest in peace and like, not to start the episode off really like morbid and sad, but <laughs> I just felt like, like for respect, and I couldn't do a hip hop podcast without talking about it. That's like, you know fact. what I'm saying? So, um, and you even hit me like, yo, how do you feel about this? I'm just yeah, like, it's sick, man. That hit me hard. I text so many people. I'm like, this don't feel real. Like, even yeah. the, I, I heard about it towards the end of the day, went to sleep. I woke up and I forgot about it. I opened my phone. I'm like, oh, shoot, he really died. Like, getting the news like for the first time, the second time. Like, yeah. So, yeah. RP Nippy, man. Yeah. RP. Um, <laughs> so. You're back with um, a new project. Yes. Um, Care Package 2. Yes. yes, um, yes. Give the audience an idea of like what it's about. Um, well, it's the second coming of the first one. Um, so every Valentine's Day, I plan on doing this. I'm, I don't know how far I'm going to take it with five, six, or seven, but this is the second one. And um, I'm basically, you know, creating that vibe because that's really my main lane, I would say, when it comes to like catering to to speaking to women and stuff like that so um whether it's you know something real sexual or something with heartache anything like that i'm just trying to tap into a whole bunch of feelings and we all go go through that you know through the year but more mostly on valentine's day that's when oh damn what's my man going to do for me (laughs) yeah we gonna get a pop in the night oh damn he ain't doing nothing i hate this dude like i'm trying to hit all (laughs) all angles at everything yeah it does feel like that um in this project um, I think in your care package um, projects, you mm-hmm. do a lot of um, almost like you have like a subconscious voice talking to like the conscious voice. So right. like, give me an idea of like how you um, you format your songs and how do you lay it out? Like s- say, yeah, something. So like that. I so a lot of times um, I start with the basis of like getting my verse off like i gotta create the idea of what i want it to be and i'll create the verse but dude the, the thing that you're trying to say with talking to myself that's all in the ad libs like i mm-hmm. would f- i would be like all right start the song from the top everything is already finished the the chorus the the hook and everything and whatever my reaction is to how i feel about this song i'll just go ahead and say it mm. and then it just seems to mesh right in yeah so that's why i mean you're not the first person to tell me that like i feel <laughs> like i'm talking to myself on the track yeah because it's the feelings that i get off of it and that mm-hmm. feels you know more organic and more real so i mean that's the essence of ad lib right like yeah. even 
like our favorite ad libbers in the culture, like Cam, like you know what I'm saying, yeah, or yeah, like yeah, Jim yeah. Jones, like I'm not to just say Dipset, but they, mm-hmm. I, I feel like though, like that is um, reflected in your music, but more of like a R&B vibe. And speaking of like the R&B vibe, like there were a lot of like nostalgic flips and mm-hmm. um, samples on the song. So what? Like when you were picking the beats for the song, or like when you were pick listening to the music, like what inspired you to, you know, take those interpolations and bring it's, them on? It started with um the last track. Um, there's a producer named Kenneth Kenneth English. Shout out to him. I saw that he did the Daniel Caesar and um her thing, so I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I can make this a thing. That's where I, hard. I like yeah, that a lot. I, I found that already made. Mm-hmm. And then um after I recorded that, it was like okay. I could probably push this further. It will, you know, grasp the audience more. So it would be a random night. I'd be out partying or in the crib. If I hear somebody playing an old song that I really love, then I'm going to text with my producer, like, yo, like, you think you could do this, blah, blah, blah. And in a matter of days, that's how I got fronting. I'm in the middle of a party. I'm here in front. And I'm like, oh, this feel, this feel mad good. Like, mm-hmm. I think I want to work with this. And then he gave me that in, like, three, four days. Wow. So it just became a lot of... um just hitting them up over the songs that I like growing up and stuff like that. Even with the, the Bobby Valentino thing like that. Like that was off rip. So mm-hmm. um yeah. It was it was a lot of a lot of that. How important is um having that nostalgic feel in your music? Like would you categorize it as R and B or like would you categorize it as, you know, just rap or um I mean, nowadays I can't really split the two because mm-hmm. I feel like we're so deep into mixing the both. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at the early 2000s, you could definitely see the separation. A lot of artists now are putting R&B with rap. So it's that's why I feel it resonated with a lot of people because it's a lot of what's going on. So, um, yeah, like, back to what I was saying with the front and the whole tell me thing. Me, I already know, first off, I'm going to be a rapper. And I do want to get into the whole singing thing. But these soft songs, if I put my own mix to it, that's how it becomes, you know, the best version of what it was. So. Mm-hmm. I did hear you singing a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah, check yeah, me out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to extend the bag, man. Um, so self-admittedly, you get um a little personal on the song Change, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think even when your eyelids was like, I didn't mean to get personal on this, but I did, like something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, what? How important is it for you to be transparent in your music and um explain the background of that song? Um, to me, it's very important because if I don't get personal and I just choose to follow what I think the listener may like, I'm going to sound like everybody else. You have to like learn to really be personal with yourself so you know your story will be told. So, um, yeah, there will be a mix of trying to think, dang, what would, you know, what would they like? And that's when the party songs come through and, all, and so forth. But for a song like Change, I was like, okay, in order for me to give off you know, something about me and it's not just a broad project, I got to get this personal. And I was in a space of, you know, going through all those things I said in that song when I was making it, because this project took me about almost yeah, like six months or something like that. So through the mix of, pardon me, um, you know, ha- the second half of last year, I was going through all those things and those feelings with that person and everything like that. So it's only right that I talk about it. It was even a frustration at one point when I was making the other song. So it was like, if I don't get this off my chest, mm-hmm. it's going to take even longer to make the rest of these songs. So let me get it off. It was more therapeutic and everything. And then after that, the rest of the songs flowed. So can the audience expect that you would 
be that transparent like throughout like all your relationships or like you know even like in terms of family like or like your day-to-day life like um what do you hope to um do you hope to like motivate people or like inspire them to be themselves like what's your aim in terms of doing that yeah definitely um motivation like i said with nip like that was one of the main things we pulled from him well pulled from him also in my previous project 1718 i'm gonna put it back up soon Mm -hmm. um i had songs like that the last track once again where i talked about you know my grandfather passing and how that affected me and Mm -hmm. living in the basement with my mother and stuff like that so yeah i have to to a lot of times those songs are the first ones that are done because Mm -hmm. that's like real life like that's the deepest thing that's going on with me so it's more therapeutic and i get that big you know bag off my shoulder and then I could, you know, run the rest. So, yeah, you're going to expect that in every single project I put out. So it, it went from doing that. I can have personal stories with uh, relationships that broke apart, whether that's with a woman or, you know, guys, I'm trying to do this whole music thing with or, or you know, anything mm-hmm. when it comes to that, and especially family, too. Dope. So, um, What's your favorite song in the project? Uh, I feel like it switches a lot of times. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe rank them. <laughs> uh, I would say tell me. Mm-hmm. Because that was the one where it was like, you know, I called Key. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, like I have this verse I just wrote. Mm-hmm. I know the project come out in two, three days. And I called my producer last minute too. Uh, and he was like, yo, like this is real last minute. Blah, blah, blah. I, we were up two in the morning recording that song. Wow. Because he had everything already booked. So I would say tell me because I like I I wasn't going to do anything mm-hmm. if that didn't go on. Like I wanted mm-hmm. that so bad, especially with the, the sample. It came to me madly. I was like, and that song, I was able to write that like a day. Wow. So I was like, yeah, that that would be the 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 favorite on there. I can't yeah. lie. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed the project. I listened to it about uh, three or four times during my commute because it's about four or five songs. I'm yeah, five, five, five songs. Yeah. Um, so it was really good, and um, I definitely am gonna play a track on in on this episode for Please. you guys to listen to. Um, so. Aside from that, um, what can is could, should the audience expect from you this summer? Um, this summer is gonna be a big hit because I'm in the process of like trying to get a lot of videos done for the care package, and then I also want to create a longer project. So every year, uh, even like last year was care package one and one seven one eight. Like the, the care package is a small piece to the bigger part so mm-hmm. um i haven't given my bigger project a name yet it's still in the works right now mm-hmm. um but i hopefully want to have that out by this summer mm-hmm. that that's that's one thing i've always talked about since i started music like having something for the summer where you know we have the barbecues and everybody's feeling it. i want that effect so mm-hmm. right now as we speak i'm in the process of doing it um and it, it's gonna be great I, I can't lie this is gonna be one of those um i want to say self-made projects where i get extra personal Mm. somebody was even telling me like I should call it bands like just make it my name like mm. that's the whole energy I'm trying to get towards and I'm hooking up with a lot of producers there'll be more futures on this one it's gonna be a lot you know I'm trying to do like 14, 15 songs like wow. I really wanna you know give a lot so it's, it's gonna be great so that with the mixture of, of doing a lot of videos mm-hmm. um, this summer really look for me Um. so how Um. so what's the process in terms of finding your sound for the summer because a lot of people say they want to put out um, music in the summer, you know, like give have that vibe and feel. But what does that specifically mean for e-bands? Um, 
mm, for me, I really tap into the things that I'm doing around that time. So, mm-hmm. like, when the summertime comes around, we're outside a lot more. I'm I'm brunching a lot more. So, I feel like, you know, I need party songs that I cater to the brunch area. And mm-hmm. I, I'm actually going to do something like that. So, mm-hmm. it's all a matter of what I'm doing because I like to be in the mix, whether it's cold or, or hot. Mm-hmm. So, whatever's going on around that time, it would, it would uh, you know, show and prove what I'm doing in that moment. So, a lot more party songs. I've still catered to the women, but it probably won't be as soft as a care package product. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's the sound I'm going for. It's gonna be a lot more hype, a lot more energy, and, and, and a longer project with that. I'm excited. Um, so to switch gears a little bit into like some current music events, okay. are you? Um, what are you listening to now? And um, yeah, give us an idea of what you're into. Um, well, I mean, outside of these past few days, with just been nip. Um, yeah. Um, it's hard. F- it's it's hard to really pull a lot of music because I'm so focused on doing mine. But I would mm-hmm. say, uh, I listen to Kalani's new project. A mm-hmm. lot of people. That's underrated to a lot of people. Yeah, I like. I really love that song with um with Music Soul Child on it. Yeah, that, that first track. But I I I'm obsessed with Music Soul Child. Like people mm-hmm. don't even know. Like, uh, anyway. But yeah, that, <laughs> that um, is a yeah sleeper. definitely uh. Kalani's project, um, the baby is hitting mm-hmm. a lot. It's hitting hard coming through. I was just talking to the other Eli about the um, <laughs> the baby. I was like, I need to get into his music a little more. Um, I've hear mm-hmm. a lot of people talking about it. And I, and um, I've been playing it and it's been growing on me. I didn't like it at first. Mm-hmm. The, the Lil Nas pro- song with the the cowboy John. Oh yeah, the Old Town Road. How mm-hmm. do you feel about? So this is the perfect question and segue. Um. How do you feel, like, are you aware of, like, how um, the song was charting on the country billboard, mm-hmm. but um, they basically decided to snatch it down because they said that it was didn't have the country elements that Listen, are in? Like, speaking in this moment, 2019, and I could probably talk for, like, a few years before, mm-hmm. hip-hop has been pulled like they, they pull bits and pieces from all of our stuff i we've always been number one when it came to a lot of stuff pop artists pull our stuff r&b uh and now you know i, I feel like a lot of country artists are gonna start doing that so it, it sucks because it's like that's really a, a country song they probably just don't like the context of what's being said mm-hmm. so yeah that, that was whack that was real whack but we're gonna continue to do that because i feel like people are gonna you know pull from what Nas did and repeat, repeat, repeat. And the next thing you know, that's going to be our thing. Yeah, I think it's it's really interesting because um, traditional hip, yeah, hip-hop traditionally been, has been taken, like you said, and put in pop songs or, mm-hmm. like, in other genres or, like, people come into our, um, into hip-hop and, like, oh, yeah, I'm a rock star, but it's, right. like, literally hip-hop music. And, in my opinion, I technically I think that the Lil Nas X song is a hip hop song, but mm-hmm. if it, it can be categorized as like a country hip hop fusion, like you know what I'm saying. Right. So, I think to say that it's not traditional country because it does have that little banjo like type sample, and then now that the legend Billy Ray Cyrus is on it, mm-hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, it's, I love that he did that. Yeah, I mean. Although, like, I do have my feelings about them and, like, how they, like, jump on shit just because, mm-hmm. like, just to get them popping. But I think it's an interesting, like, chess move in terms of, like, okay, now, like, what are y'all going to say? Right. And it just shows, like, 
do you have put any credence into like like Billboard or Grammys and stuff like that as your mm-hmm. artistry? Not at all, not at all, not at all. I mean, I look at those things as what's popping. Like, it, it's not really, it doesn't really do much for me because there's a lot of songs that don't get any recognition, like I said with Kalani, that I'm playing on repeat mm-hmm. outside of, you know, the songs that you're going to hear on the radio on a day-to-day basis. So, yeah, I mean, not to say that they're not good songs, mm-hmm. but that that whole Billboard Grammy thing doesn't really do a lot for me. So, and then back to the to the to the whole country thing. It's like if you would ask somebody that makes country music, you know, what makes a country song? Like what is what is the essence of it? Like everything that they may say is going to be inside of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it was it was real whack that they took that down, yeah. Yeah, inherently you would just you can point to it's a race thing. Inherently you could point to <laughs> country exactly. to basically took a black genre and and then now they're like shutting people out per systematic oppression and systematic you know Dude. how they've been doing us for the forever but um it's just interesting to to see that unfold in front of our eyes and it just be so blatant <laughs> yeah, because I don't, I don't think that's ever happened where they pulled some, something off a bill, billboard for it not being in the same context of a song like so the only other thing I could think of was like with um well not they've snatched stuff down but I don't the only thing I could think of was when Beyonce had her song um Daddy I forgot the song from Lemonade but it was a country mm-hmm. song and they didn't want to define it as country either and her song was blatantly country Listen, they don't want us to pull at pull all every every category and she was like nah i'm gonna come up on here with the dixie <laughs> chicks and go on the country awards so why are you what are you gonna say now um mm. so it's just interesting to see like where like you know hove been telling us fuck billboard for a minute so exactly. it's just like and, Grant, and drake just told us about the grammy so i don't care about you though yeah um so what would be accolades to you in terms of like your journey as an artist. My fault. Okay. <laughs> um, the progression, like I check my numbers on how my music is doing. That's that's my core. That's like the the biggest thing for me. Those those awards don't really mean much because a lot of times it's a room of you know thirty or less people that are making this one decision just based on you know trying to look at the world and see what they like. But mm-hmm. my core base is the people that I know are gonna buy my music instead of just randomly streaming it or come to my shows and stuff like that like that's the main basis for me that's that's uh those are the awards for me so i i mean i look at the first time i put out a song to the way my numbers move now mm-hmm. i mean granted i'm not you know the superstar i want to be yet but mm-hmm. they've grown you know real real nice so those are the, the things that i love mm-hmm. um and just even with uh, uh my fan base when it comes to my social media it's like the reactions i get to people like personal stuff like people that can actually reach out to me and, and, and talk to me those are the best not all the all the far-fetched stuff that you know we follow for a long time it, it pardon me it doesn't really mean you know as much as something personal yeah and I think that that's the great thing of um, about artists in this generation is that um we're like bucking the system right in a way um and like traditional things that we used to look up to and like all these awards and stuff like that are not, you know, right. at, doesn't mean as much. And, like, we get more gratification on genuine interactions versus 
like you said, these 30 people in the room, like, um, this looks like it might be the best one. Like, right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? Based on that. And it's, I mean, I wasn't there for that time, but I feel like, you know, us as hip hop artists and, you know, black artists too, it was more important because we were fighting to get into that. Mm, yep. You know, we were fighting real hard to say, you know, I can do that too. And then once we finally did it and it became something regular, it, it was like, okay, what's the next move now? Yeah. And with, not to cut you off, with uh, technology, mm-hmm. that that was the main thing for being personal with uh, your fans and stuff like that. So I think that's the next step. Yeah. So. Um, no, I agree with you a thousand percent um, mm-hmm. in terms of now how um, technology seems to be divisive in a way in terms of like being so um, removed from mm-hmm. like I think that artists are getting back to that like hey we actually need to genuinely appeal to our fan base versus a, a traditional system because that's right. where the real money is coming in because right. um, I just wanted to touch on like what your thoughts about streaming are because it seems like w- being an artist you don't necessarily make the, the bulk of your money off of the music itself mm-hmm. um and like obviously there's so many things where we need to figure out how like you know one stream is like less than yeah, like point zero 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 four six percent like like cents like you know what i'm saying yeah. so like what how do you navigate that in terms of like being passionate about music but like hey like this is like you could have the potential mm-hmm. to make money mm-hmm. doing other things but then like like kind of like me putting this out is kind of like promo for something else right, like you right, know what right, i'm saying right, right. so how do you navigate in that um i think now as an upcoming artist um for me it's like it's best to use the tools mm-hmm. you know cuz understanding at the time that we're in and i think title um they give you the most for your money so like yeah. i really try even though i'm doing you know my best on uh apple music and spotify like i try to push title a lot cuz mm-hmm. that's where the you know the main thing comes in but i think more uh as i establish myself I can draw away from it, mm-hmm. and I think the next thing I, that I want to do is create my own personal thing where you have to come to my site or try to create an app where you have to come to me and, you know, pay a certain amount of money and get the music. Mm-hmm. But in order to have that type of power, it's like I want to utilize what technolo- technology we have right now yeah. and make myself go further, and then I'll get into those things. So Yeah. But yeah. Um, so what's your plans in terms of, like, where do you see yourself in the next few years? In the next few years, um, I mean, every year has, has, has gotten a lot better. Um, I'm more comfortable with making music. Uh, I do it a lot quicker. I have a lot of stuff in the stash. Um, I want to, you know, broaden myself into doing different things. Like you saw before, I wasn't doing the whole singing thing. So I want to keep adding tools to, to my arsenal and, you know, checking who's, you know, who's messing with. And I have, like, a deep eye on the people who are really – you know, saying, yo, when is your songs coming out, blah, blah, blah. Like, that audience keeps growing. So the main thing for me is just to keep growing my audience. And um, I want to start going to other states and stuff like that and really broaden. Because right now, a lot of my fan base is, you know, New York. And I have a couple people that's, like, you know, PA and stuff like that. But I got to move around and make myself known. So for me, in the next uh, few years, it's, it's making an imprint I'm trying to make in my own hood through the whole states, like, through the whole country. Like, that's that's what it is for me. Mm. So, um, 
we reached the part of the show where you know <laughs> like everybody's favorite part right. where you have to give a top five and I think in this episode I want to ask you hmm who would be your top five in terms of for the phase you're in your life right now like in terms of who's inspired you at this current moment um well i mean uh, no matter how the conversation goes jay go first jay-z goes mm-hmm. first <laughs> i knew he was gonna say that um and i'm keeping myself outside of this right mm-hmm. okay we um, already know your top five <laughs> no i'm kidding um, <laughs> for me personally and this is uh to hit all angles, not even just hip hop artists, mm-hmm. like who helped me become an artist, I would say that's Jay Z. Um, I pull a lot from Nas as well, mm-hmm. um, Rick Ross, mm, Ti, and Drake. Okay. Yeah, that that would be the top. Those are the, the the top five people that molded me. Like I remember being young and tipping my hat to the side, like Ti and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I pick pieces and then uh, when it come to you know, motivating people and having a blueprint like that was Jay and, and, and Ross and stuff like that and all the other sweet stuff for the ladies, you know, that's Drake. So I was gonna say care package kind of reminds me of some Lucy's from Drake when mm-hmm. he has like, you know, his like girls love Beyonce or Damn, um even um I can't, the name of the song is escaping me right now from Take Care, but um it had it was kind of reminiscent of that mm-hmm. um type of uh, feel, but then also like your aggression when you rap is similar to like Ross and like right, or right, right. like Nas in terms of being um the word is uh, is escaping me now too, <laughs> but like being yeah. present in what you're talking about mm-hmm. um and I find that that's. A dope thing about your artistry. Um, if I if I had to add on mm-hmm. real quick, I know you want five A five B. Go ahead, gotcha. Um, I would I would definitely add on Trey songs and LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. Why? Expound upon that. Um, that's like the extension of the whole Drake thing, like being in that softer mode mm. or being in more that you know female or sexual per se mode. Like that mm-hmm. was definitely Trey songs, and then LL Cool J growing up, that was that was big for me. Like mm. my mom made sure I knew a lot of his stuff, and even current stuff when I was you know alive and growing up, like mm-hmm. LL uh, when it came to the, to the women too. Like that's my extension of for Drake. Like wow, now that you say that, I definitely hear a lot of LL inspiration. Um, yeah. even like with the doing it or um. Sometimes when I'm sitting in my yeah, room, sometimes yeah. I stare at my wall like that, like type of uh, I need love. That's the song. Yeah, I need love. But um, yeah, I hear that in your sound. So um, that's dope that you were um genuinely inspired by him. And yeah. you know, every time I hear that you say these things, I'm like, you're so young, right? That's crazy <laughs> that you, these are your inspirations. But yeah, shout out to my mother. Yes, yeah, shout out to mommy. Um, but that's dope and um. Thank you again for pulling up. Yes, I appreciate it's a pleasure. <laughs> it's definitely a pleasure. I love being here. Yeah, I'm so glad you came back and you are so um, transparent about yourself and stuff. So yes. tell the people what they can look out for. Um, like we said, your project, is you're working on it right now. Yes, yes. So um, if you're looking for any of my music, you can find it on um, my page, I am E-Bands underscore, or you can just look up Care Package 2, Care Package 1. I have those up right now. Um and look forward to a lot of videos coming out, and uh, the next project will be here this summer, definitely. All right. I'm holding you to it. Yes, I got y'all. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs>